and welcome to the latest Tuesday series. For the next few weeks, I'm joined by Katie Caldesi. Now, Katie is a low-carb chef, and with her husband, Giancarlo, owns a Caldesi restaurant in Marylebone in London, and also in Bray, Berkshire. She also teaches low-carb cooking, and is a published author, including the most recent publication, The 30-Minute Diabetes Cookbook. She also appears regularly in the national press. Each week, Katie will teach me a low-carb recipe, so stay tuned so that you can add that bit of Caldesi magic to your own low-carb creations. I'll now hand over to Katie to see what's cooking today. Hi, Katie. I am delighted to have you back on UK Low Carb. I know your series is really, really popular when we brought it out a few weeks ago. And in fact, the, the Facebook group and my Instagram and everything's been buzzing with people sharing recipes wow. that you made. Oh, so fantastic. Great. Yeah. So thank you. And welcome back to the show. Thank you very much. Yeah. Very happy to be here. So when we uh, did our series last time, uh, I was I was here in Cambridge. You are in your lovely part of Berkshire. I don't know how you pronounce it. Well, Buckinghamshire. 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 Um, at the other half live. And uh, I remember like seeing some amazing recipes. And um, we talked about maybe doing another series. And that's what we're here to do yes. today. Um, I, the, the biggest regret I have really about this series is I can't taste them. So today's going to be special. I'm so sorry. I'll yeah. post you, Sam. Thank you. <laughs> Not as sorry as I am, but um, but anyway, tell us what you're going to be doing today in the kitchen and what this whole series will be about as well. Okay, so I'm going to do a series of four videos all about low carb desserts. Ooh, that's and, so my thing. And what I'm going to start with is what we've called the instant chocolate and tahini indulgence. And this recipe was born after a dinner when we all said, oh, we didn't make any pudding. And we all thought, oh, that's a bit sad. So I said, look, don't worry. I probably had a little bit to drink and thought that I can just invent something. So I just started whisking stuff in a bowl and I put it in the microwave and we all went, actually, that's quite nice. And this recipe is from this book here. The 30-Minute Diabetes Cookbook. Which I have behind me as well. It's a fantastic book. And you do um, have it behind you. I got That's it back from Besma. I think last time, my wife Besma had actually nabbed it and was working her way through it. But I've actually <laughs> managed to get it back just for <laughs> if today. you didn't have it, that's right. You said, I'm sure it's arrived and I can't find it now. Yeah. Your wife had pinched it. She so. nicked it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you've got it back now. So, um, yeah, it says 30 minutes, but this actually, I've called it instant because it's cooked in the microwave. Or you could cook it in the oven, but it's just minutes to prepare yeah. So shall I show you? Are you ready? Yes, please. I really would like to find out. And um, just like all these things, they're really quick recipes, which is great, isn't it? So if you, don't, if you want to knock up something quickly as for dinner party or and just you have it at home with your family. And glasses of wine. So that, and that's been proven. That's been tested <laughs> by you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I love proven. that. Okay. Yeah. Take it away then, Katie. Okay. So in my bowl here, I have um, ground almonds. I have 50 grams of ground almonds. I have one egg, which I'm going to crack into the bowl. I have one teaspoon of vanilla extracts about to go in here right now. And one teaspoon of vanilla extract, which I think is just um, the keto or low carb person's best friend vanilla extract. Because yeah. if you get one like this and it doesn't have the um, it doesn't have sugar in it. So you can just add that and things taste beautifully, naturally sweet. Yeah, then definitely. I'm going to put a little bit of honey in here, one teaspoon of honey. But if you don't want to use honey, you could put maybe two teaspoons of erythritol in if you want to keep the carbs really low. 
Mm-hmm. And just a little top tip here. If you're about to take honey out with a teaspoon and it sticks to the teaspoon, if you heat the teaspoon up first, then your honey doesn't stick. So oh. I've got a hot water tap because we have hot water taps in Buckinghamshire here. <laughs> <laughs> Showing off now. All right. <laughs> and so there's my teaspoon of honey going into here. And it just falls off the teaspoon. It just glides off because the teaspoon's hot. Perfect. There you go. That's my that's my top tip. Okay, so I've got honey in here. I've got half a teaspoon of baking powder and two tablespoons of double cream. So I, I love yes. the way that you said you just whipped this up. I wouldn't personally have thought this creatively, like uh, especially after a glass of wine or two. Um, I wouldn't have just come up with something like this. So I'm very impressed you managed to come up with something quite this complex. And, Dan, and I've done three books on diabetes and low carb living. You're, it's you're, kind of in here. It's somewhere. just in there. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I wouldn't even know how to make a traditional Victoria sponge now. If someone asked me, I wouldn't have a yeah, clue. Fair enough. But I can tell you how to make a low carb cake, but I can't tell you how to make a sort of traditional one. Yeah. So everything's in the bowl here and I'm just going to mix it up. So there's no beating eggs first or separating eggs or anything like that. And I love tahini. So this might not be everyone's favorite thing because you have to like that strong sesame paste yeah, flavor lovely, of tahini. It? But, you know, as far as I'm concerned, bring it on. Yeah, yeah lovely. So that's it. That was pretty simple, wasn't it? Then you can bake this all in one. Um, oops. You can bake this all in one dish. Okay. Um, as long as it goes in the microwave, or you can divide it into these cups if you want to be a bit posh. So, just for those I, listening on the podcast, so we've now got two kind of tea cups you're putting them into. I've not yes. seen that before. I thought when you said dish, you were thinking an oven dish, but it's actually well, two it tea could cups. Be. I mean, the okay. first time I did this, um, I'm just going to show you. The first time I did this, it was in one of our cereal bowls. Oh, yeah. The, and then we just shared it between four of us. But Lovely. then as I developed the recipe a little bit further, then I thought, actually, you know, it would be quite nice to do this in cups. So these are our coffee cups, but you could be tea cups. It could be nice little, yeah. you know, vintage non-matching tea cups or something like that. You don't know um, me at all. Numbers. It's going to be a chipped mug. That's my it equivalent of that. It could be a chipped mug, couldn't it? It just yeah. could be. That would be absolutely fine, but not in Buckinghamshire. Well, I'm in the tough streets of Cambridge, <laughs> so uh, we call it the ghetto locally. Um, <laughs> all right. Okay. So yeah. So you put. We're really in there. not posh in Buckinghamshire, but you know, if if you like to think that's the way we are, then you know, yeah. I'll let you think that. Okay, all right. So there's, <laughs> <laughs> there are the, our two little cups. Now, this is going to rise because it's got baking powder and egg in it. And I'm just going to put some chocolate on top. This is Ooh. 90% dark chocolate. So is that just chopped um, up in little pieces or is that like an actual It is like, chopped up in little pieces. Yeah. So okay. my mixture of my lovely tahini and eggy mixture with the baking powder and vanilla has all gone in my coffee cups. And then I'm going to, I've just scattered this chopped chocolate on top. So I'm going to put those wow. in the microwave now for one and a half to two minutes. So it's, when I say instant, it really is very quick. You could do this in the oven, maybe a 180 degrees fan for about five to 10 minutes. I've never done it in an mm-hmm. oven because it's instant and I always do it in the microwave. So I'm going to pop them in now. Fantastic. 
And by the power of digital magic, those two minutes are now up. So, Katie, let's have a look at what they uh, came out like. Right. So that was one minute and about 20 seconds in the microwave on full power. And you can just see here that they're firm to the touch. So those are the tahini, the instant chocolate and tahini indulgences. I'm just looking up there to make sure I'm under the camera. (laughs) All right. So you should be able to see those. And you can just eat them as they are. I mean, obviously, they're really hot because they're straight out of the microwave. But um, if you cut in, you'll see that it's formed a cake. Oh, wow. So it's like the freshest mug cake I've ever seen. That's amazing. Steaming hot. So it's really quick. And actually, if you're ever inventing low-carb recipes and you're thinking, I'm not quite sure if I've got the sweetness right, you're using erythritol or whatever you're using, honey to sweeten something, you can always cook a little bit off in the microwave. It takes about 10 seconds for a little blob of cake mixture. Test that in the microwave, then you know if you've got the recipe right before you go and make a whole cake. So that's how I test recipes. And the other thing about using a microwave is that they're, they're sort of planet friendly because they cook so quickly that you don't use too much power. So as right. food writers, we're all supposed to be encouraging people to use microwaves. Oh, right. Okay. So, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. So, so how would you, how would you serve this up then? So I'm just thinking you so, can have well, it just I'm like just that with cream. serve it in my cups. But you so, could also make this like surely like probably a tray bake maybe if you wanted. I know that's an oven baked thing rather than a microwave. You could probably like chop it into like pieces, like squares. Oh, yes, or absolutely. Make yes. It into, you like, could do it in cake. a tray bake and that would yeah. be lovely. And then you could cut some little squares out and uh, yeah, perfect. Looks fantastic. So I was going to um, pour some cream on, but maybe before we do that, I'll just take a photograph of it. Lovely. Can I just ask you something, Katie? So I, I find that the, the keto police, as they're referred to, and the low-carb police, they can be a bit funny about dessert sometimes. I don't know what your thoughts are on that, but um, sometimes people say to me with deliciously guilt-free that, you know, well, people doing keto and low-carb should be moving away from sweet flavours. And, and I personally think that, you know, somebody doing low-carb or keto shouldn't be denied anything. They should have all the same flavour and experience and texture as everyone else, but just yeah. not compromise on the sugar. I, I just uh, wonder what you thought about that. Well, I, more and more, it comes down to personal taste. And I think that at some point in the future, we're all going to know more about how our bodies work, how our minds work. If we're a carb addict, if we're addicted to sugar, particularly rather than carbs in general, then um we, we have to act accordingly and people need to know themselves and know their body. So for Giancarlo, my husband, who's in his seventh year of remission from diabetes now, the only way he can stick to this lifestyle is to allow himself the odd indulgence. Right. And if, if someone said, Giancarlo, you can never have a pudding again, he would just say, you know what, I'll take the diabetes because he and yeah. that, that sounds him, dreadful, that's what he wants, but yeah. that's him. That's yeah. him. That's his choice. And that's up to him. He's a grown man. He has to make up his own mind. He loves his little indulgence, maybe twice a week. Yeah. But we've cut the sugar right down in things. He doesn't eat poor quality confectionery anymore, like he used to mm-hmm. grab something at a garage and have something. Now he'll have little treats for himself, but only, as I say, twice a week. Yeah. And people have to know themselves. I know other people who are sugar addicts and they absolutely can't ever have sugar ever again. Like saying to an alcoholic, well, just have a little bit of whiskey. You can't do it. And I completely understand that. So no one has the right to criticize anyone else in this path to health. You have to make your own mind up and live by your rules. And that's how I believe. 
Yeah, I completely agree with that. Completely agree. And I think, um, you know, the personal choice is everything, isn't it? And I think what's wonderful is what you're doing and hopefully what I'm doing too with my business is you're giving options. You're saying, well, here's a recipe you yeah. can follow or not. It's, it's your choice to, and here's a cake you can buy from me or not. And, and yeah. I think that's, that's the thing. It's just saying it's there if you want it. You don't have to have it. No one's forcing you to. And, you know, but it's yeah, nice yeah. to have the option. I, and I agree. I personally don't see doing keto or low carb as a specialist thing. I just think it's a healthier lifestyle. And I want to have a full lifestyle and that might include yeah. having birthday cake or something, but yeah. without compromise on the carbs. And also I love to show people how you can adapt recipes. So, you know, like I've said in this, it's got some honey in it, but you don't need to put the honey in. You can put erythritol in if you want to yeah. keep the carbs yeah. down or leave it out. If you're so sugar adapted that the sweetness of the sugar is maybe enough for you, and you don't need any honey in it, in which case it becomes a kind of tahini cake and it's got protein in it with the egg as well. So I don't Fantastic. think it's a bad thing at all. It, and you can take the thing that you object to. You can take the honey out of it, use something else. Okay. So I think it's only fair that you now do a bit of a taste test. And uh, I know you're not alone there. So I don't know if other people can also taste it and give their feedback. But um... Absolutely. I'm just going to pass one on to Karina over here. Who can taste that one? And, whoops. Didn't manage to spill it. So that's good. Right. I've, I've actually gone for a little bit more indulgence and I poured some cream onto mine oh, as well. Oh, yeah. That makes so it. Even I'm more so keto. sorry, Dan. Mm. <laughs> it's all right. Mm. I'll say it personally. Much. <laughs> horrible. Mm. <laughs> Your face says It's really voice. horrible. Yeah. Really so, so horrible that I am going to go for another bite. I, I don't yeah, know if anyone else uh, listening to this at home right now. I can just taste ash in my mouth. So uh, I'm very happy for you. You've got such a treat. Okay, so everyone, you can check that recipe out if you if you haven't got the book already. I recommend it. Um, it's this one here, which I um, absolutely love. And uh, Beth and I have been working through. Um, we're not diabetic at all, but it's just low-carb, really good food. And of course, if somebody in your life is diabetic, this is a fantastic thing for them. The 30-Minute Diabetes Cookbook, and that's where this recipe came from. Um, so Katie, that looks like an absolutely gorgeous dessert. Um, and what is it we're having next week? What, do you want us to look, just give a little taster of what's coming up next time? Next week, I want to show you a Sicilian dessert called Kucha. And it's a okay. whipped ricotta with some nuts and chocolate running through it. Wonderful stuff. Excellent. I look forward to that. Enjoy your uh, lovely dessert there. And uh, I look you. forward to seeing you next Tuesday. All right. See you then.